Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. I oh God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Are we like retired guys or something? Like, is this what retirement's going to be? That's what it feels like. Because I look at my list of things to do and it's like, plant tree, cut grass, shop for rug. Like, none of that is exciting. Yeah. I don't know how I used to fill my days before, but now I look at it now. And yeah, yesterday I mowed the lawn. And then I had to cool down for a while because I made me too warm. Do other people in other circles have this conversation? Because I feel like everybody around me is having this conversation about what did you used to do in your old life? Yeah. What because, did I do before? They used to have all these afternoons. Yeah. I don't know what I did because now I look at it and, you know, the most exciting thing I've done of late was I hit a bucket of balls at the driving range. <laughs> I didn't even do that. I'm seriously <laughs> looking for a rug. Like that's, that's all that is on my, that's what's consuming me right now is finding the right rug. Do I want a rectangular one, square one? Do I want to go round? I don't know. Round is tricky. It is. And it's like, I I hear this kind of thing come out of my mouth and I go, did I just, did I catch boring? (laughs) Maybe I caught boring. Caught a wicked case of boring. Yeah. Yeah. I find myself walking around malls now just for fun. (laughs) With your, when you're walking through malls though. Are you walking with your hands behind your back? I haven't graduated okay, to that good. just yet. You're fine. You're yeah. fine. But I, I, I'm going to malls with no purpose or goal in mind. I just you don't um, set foot in any single store. You're just in the mall, right? Yeah. I just do a couple hot laps. Oh, and then I'm I out. think I'll sit down on this fountain for a little bit. Maybe I'll get an orange Julius. I just like to people watch. You know, <laughs> I just like to get out and people watch. Just get my blood pumping. Maybe I'll have a decaf. No, we caught boring for sure. Um, also, on Friday's episode, where there was no podcast yesterday. Oops, sorry. Yes, and, and actually, I am a little relieved that we actually heard from a number of people. I was Thank thinking God. the same thing because the text machine when we were on air today was like, "Hey, where's the podcast yesterday?" Sorry about that. There might not be a podcast on Thursdays in June. Yeah, we try to do one every day. But sometimes it's just not going to happen. Yeah. There are days like Thursdays. We're doing Name That Tune all this month on the radio show. Right. And that kind of consumes the show. So it's not real interesting to listen to in the podcast. No. So we didn't have the content to populate a podcast. That's a yeah. peek behind the curtain. Ooh, yeah. And also just uh, summer vacation times. Yeah. I'm taking a lot of Fridays off this month. That's You're a, taking a week off, right? I have a week off coming up pretty quick. So yeah, yeah, the podcast might not be every day. We're going to try our best to do it every day. And then maybe we'll come back from vacation and days off and we'll actually have some real recommendations for you. (laughs) Maybe we'll have done something of note. That's how we got onto the topic of, oh my God, did we just become boring? Because you and I are both sitting, the recommendation I was hoping to go with this week, eh, I didn't feel it. Like I, do you know the story of the staircase? I've seen the advertisement the, for the Netflix docu series. 
Yeah. Okay. There's a dramatic series and then there's about nine different documentaries, true crime documentaries. Maybe that's the problem. I'm just bored with the story. It's about um, a famous author and it's a true story whose wife falls down the stairs and catches dead. And it's about the trial. It's about him being accused of it. Blah, blah. No spoilers here. But we've all heard the story over and over again. And then I tried to watch the, I don't know if it's, it's HBO, I think. I tried to watch the series with Tony Collette, who, as it turns out, is my new favorite actor. She's okay. been in everything I've liked recently. Look her up, Tony Collette. She probably looks familiar to you, but you might not be familiar with her work. She's incredible, and she is one of the stars of Staircase. But I don't think it had anything to do with the production or the acting or the story. Or I was just bored with the tale of the Staircase. Yeah, I think true crime has kind of jumped the shark a bit. Maybe I'm running out of gas on true crime. That's what During the pandemic, that's what I was all about. But yeah. I can't handle it anymore. No, I need to take a breather. Uh, I did finally finish Ozark, though. Fine. Have you? No, you haven't Ooh. even started the final season, have you? I'm like two episodes into the final season. Yeah. And I haven't watched one in a week or so because I just, it's, I don't know, I'm not in the mood for it. It's a complicated story, too. Yeah. It's not an easy, you can't just sort of zone out and stare at your phone for a few minutes because you're going to miss something. But I still, for a while, I was saying that Ozark was my all-time favorite TV series, even better than Breaking Bad. I think I might retract that a bit just because Ozark went on a little bit too long, but I'm glad I pushed through it. I'm glad I got to the end. Uh, I'm satisfied with the ending. Okay. Yeah. That's important. Yep. Yeah. So I don't have much to recommend either. I had a couple swings and misses of late. I was telling you, I did yesterday. It's an older thing. It's called like the world's toughest prisons. It was on Netflix. It said it had five seasons, and I went and looked, and each season has like three episodes, so it's pretty short. Yeah. But it uh, follows this guy, this British guy, who I guess served 12 years in prison for attempted murder. He wasn't guilty, and it took 12 years to clear his name and get out of there. And now he spends his time going around the world visiting the most dangerous prisons, and he actually goes in for a week, and this camera follows him, and he just kind of details how these prisons operate, what the people inside are like, and how it all really goes down. And it's interesting because, like, um, you go through all the locations, and he does not come to North America. Like, there's no United States or Canada on there. So we have no dangerous prisons here? I'm sure we do, but huh. they're very different. Like, the, I watched one yesterday. He was in a Norwegian prison that focuses on rehabilitation rather than punishment. And so they have all these people. It's almost like they operate inside of a, a, an apartment building or an office space. And so at one point, he's just hanging out in the kitchen— they have kitchens. They have knives and forks, and they just let them roam around and just trust them. They treat them like people, and they say, you treat them like people instead of animals, and they'll act like people. That's the theory. And so he's hanging out having coffee with this guy. He's like, oh, okay, so what are you in prison for? And the guy's like, oh, murder. <laughs> oh. Like, did you do it? Oh, yeah. Oh. And you talk, oh, yeah, no, I shot this guy and buried the body and took them seven months to track me down. And he's going through, and you're just like, oh, my. And you can see him being like, oh, my God. Should I even be in it? How does this guy get in there? I guess he just, I don't know if Netflix helped him out or like the guards show him so around. So he lives and, as a prisoner? Yeah, he stays in a cell and oh. <laughs> he wow. wears like, they, they show him, he goes in, they he goes in handcuffed. They take him to that room where they change his clothes and so he, he does the whole experience. Does everyone else in, like, do the other inmates know that he's making a documentary? I think so. Because oh, okay. there's a camera. But at one point he's, he's talking to a guy 
his job is to mop and kind of clean the floors. And the guy is, he's wearing jeans and just a shirt. Like he didn't, wasn't even in prison. He was in civilians. Yeah. But he was a prisoner. He was there for like a pretty serious crime. Wow. And you're like, oh my God. What's it called? World's Toughest Prisons. Okay. A three, a three episode season. I can get behind that. Yeah. I'm like, man, I'm just plowing through the seasons here. Yeah. You blow through it pretty fast. There is something satisfying about finishing a season and you're like, ah, yeah. What an accomplishment. Uh, What does that say about us? Our biggest accomplishments right now are finishing seasons of shows. Hey, I have a recommendation. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought of this. The final episode of Ozark, one of my all time favorite songs is a song by John Prine and it's called Angel from Montgomery. It's Bryce, you would hate this song. Okay. Stop listening. Okay. But everybody else, the the John Prine version, it's he wrote this song and it's a song written from the perspective of being an old woman and how kind of underwhelming and sad her life turned out to be. Okay. So if you, but listen to the Bonnie Raitt version, there's a bunch of different versions of this song, but in the final episode of Ozark, there's a scene where sweet Ruth, my favorite character on that show is just sort of kind of looking back on her life. And that song is playing in the background. Absolutely beautiful. Angel from Montgomery. There's a ton of cover versions of it, but I think one of the best versions is Bonnie Raitt. Okay. Okay. Again, Bryce, you will hate that song. Gotcha. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly, just two guys watching the world go by. Man, it's always so random when we go in to do the radio show. You just talk about one little thing, and next thing you know, you have 9,800 text messages about people losing couches and mattresses off the back of their truck on moving day. Yeah, it turns out we're all really bad at moving. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, oh, hey, I had a thing you can't look cool doing yesterday, and it started innocently enough. Like, we went and bought a like a new tree for our backyard. And when you're driving with a tree in the back of your truck, not cool. Because I was driving down Parsons Road, and I'm going like 40 kilometers, because I'm like, ah, I don't want the leaves to blow off my brand new tree, <laughs> or it'll just be me planting a stick in my backyard. And then I quickly realized this thing will be hit with probably 50, 80 kilometer an hour wind. It'll be fine. But there's just something about taking, like a tree to me, like look at that one across the street right behind you. That is a majestic tree. Mm -hmm. It deserves better. Like this is the thing that provides shade. It provides oxygen. It deserves better than the back, a ride in the back of my truck. Really any oversized thing in the back of a truck. Like, have you ever moved a couch in the back of a truck? Yeah. There's something about that that just makes me feel weird. Looks dumb. It looks dumb, and I feel like everyone's judging the couch. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Ooh, things are going to get better for you, pal. Things are... I see you still got the wagon wheel couch, huh? Nice. You're picking up a dresser you bought on Facebook Marketplace. You have to throw in the back of a truck. Everyone's judging it. But your plan is to to totally refinish that dress. No, you're not going to use that dresser the way it is. No No. way. You're going to paint that chalky, weird paint on it that everybody's doing. And then sell it. 
Yeah, for a profit. Is everybody selling a dresser these days that they've restored? I think so. Yeah, you go on Facebook Marketplace. It's like all the bad bummy dressers are gone because everybody's painted them. Yeah, and it's not worth $900. No, no, it's not worth $900. It really is particle board that you put some expensive paint on. I can't remember what the paint's called. It's hard to find. Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. Uh, this text, gentlemen, classy, thank you. Last summer, I helped my sister and her husband move. I was driving the truck with sectional in the back. Somewhere on the Henday between St. Albert and the Millwoods 91st Street exit, I lost two of the cushions. My sister was furious, furious. I spent the following day with a friend walking the ditch from St. Albert all the way to Mill Woods on the Henday looking for those cushions. I would get out of the truck, my buddy would drive a few hundred yards ahead, and I'd comb the ditch. And then we'd repeat that. Nothing. Todd. Oh, man. You see that from time to time, especially on the Anthony Henday. Right around the end of the month when people are moving, you will see a couple of couch cushions just laying on the laying on the shoulder leave those there people don't pick those up and take them leave them because the people will be back they will come back for them but let this be a lesson the cushions always ride inside the vehicle doesn't matter how tightly you have everything packed into the back of the truck they will blow they will find their way out of there uh, but thank you Todd did your sister ever get over it, though? Did you have to buy her a new couch? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Bryce, a few minutes ago, we I read the text. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Last summer, I helped my sister and her husband move. I was driving the truck with the sectional in the back. Somewhere on the Henday between St. Albert and the Millwoods 91st Street exit, I lost two of the cushions. Oh. My sister was furious. Furious. I spent the following day with a friend walking the ditch from St. Albert to Millwoods on the Henday looking for those cushions. Nothing. Todd. Wow, that's a long walk. It, well, I th- in the original text, uh, he said he went with a friend. The friend would drive a few hundred yards ahead. He'd catch up, and they would just keep doing it. Oh, my God. Never found the cushions. So I didn't hear back from Todd because I wanted to find out, did he buy his sister a new sectional? Or does she... You know, when she has people over, or there are two spots on the couch that it's a little weird to sit. You know, maybe she's just sort of folded up some blankets. Yeah, spots. It's all that's all it would take to ruin a couch is to have just a, <laughs> one or two cushions missing, and boom. Even if they do fly out of your vehicle and you know bounce down the Henday for a couple hundred yards, they're going to be damaged, right? They'd be pretty messed up. Yeah, and I can't imagine that someone saw them and was like, "Oh my god." These are the exact cushions I need. Yes, that's that's why we have a new law. If you see couch cushions on the handy, just kick them to the shoulder or pick them up, move them to the shoulder, and then plant like a surveying flag. I don't know, maybe get one of those, what do you call it, buggy whip flags? One of those? Yeah. And plant it. So the next day when the people come back looking for it, they can easily find them. But leave them where they are. The people, trust me, the people will be back. Yeah. Consider yourself a couch cushion fairy. Yes. And that's what you do. You leave a little sign so that whoever lost them can find them. Uh, seen a guy with a barbecue in his truck coming out of town. Lost the lid, smashed into a million pieces. Barbecues never survive a ride in the back of a truck. Ever. They don't. Stop putting them back there. No, even just pushing them on some uneven ground pretty much ruins them. They, yeah. Then why are they so delicate? I don't know. 
It's the Gunner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, somebody, hey, I stuffed a five-piece sectional in the box of a short box truck. I lost two pieces on the white mud. Traffic stopped. I recovered both pieces. I just put those pieces next to a wall, and you don't even notice that at one time they blew out on a freeway. Yeah, okay. Uh, I lost the dining room chair on the QE2 moving Ooh. to Leduc. Ooh. One of us sits on a folding chair now. <laughs> I was going to say, I bet you that chair didn't make it. Oh, no, that would, that would just shatter. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've never had uh, I've never had something fly off of a truck. Now, you told me a delightful tale just a few minutes ago, but I didn't know this story. It was the worst day of my life. It was the day I moved to Edmonton. That was the worst day of your life, the day you had to move to Edmonton? I'll explain. Okay. <laughs> With further context. Oh. Uh, so I was coming up the QE2. I was in a U-Haul, me and my buddy, uh-huh. and we had to stop for gas in Red Deer. And I wasn't paying attention, and I filled it with gas. We took off on the highway, and things started going crazy. It turns out it was a diesel engine. And you put regular in it. Yeah. Oh, boy. So the car, it had to be towed to an auto body shop in Red Deer. I had to find another U-Haul, get over to the auto body shop, transfer everything from that one into the new U-Haul Oof. right there with all the mechanics just staring and watching and judging the junk that I had. And I had nothing but junk at the time. Yeah. Oh, Oh, man, oh, man. First of all, you destroyed a U-Haul. Now you're the guy moving his crappy belongings into another U-Haul. Oh, yeah. Oh, That U-Haul was there for days. <laughs> what did they charge you for that? It was like $2,000. Holy, and you had to pay for that? I got U-Haul to pay for most of it because the underside was so rusted that it took forever for them to get the gas tank off. Oh. So I was able to, so U-Haul paid for most of it, thankfully. But I had to pay some. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Tom texted the show and said, I once lost a car hauling it from White Court to Edmonton. Now, Tom, you know when you send a text in like that, you know there's going to be follow-up questions, right? I figured. <laughs> so, did the like did the car come off the trailer? Did the whole car come... Did the whole trailer come off? What happened? Yeah, well, I was... My uncle gave me a car, and I had to go pick it up in White Court. So I went with a few of my friends and picked it up, and uh, we didn't strap it down very good, obviously. And on our way back from Whitecourt to uh, Edmonton, the straps broke, and the driver of the truck just yelled out, "Uh uh-oh. As the car fell off the trailer, went around the corner, it flew off, went into a farmer's field and caught about... 10 feet of air before it hit the bush. Wow. <laughs> well, at any point, was it like in every single cartoon when a trailer breaks loose, or did it of it did it pass you? It, it, it was keeping up with us for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what what it, kind of car was it? It was a 1980 Chevrolet Cavalier. Was, was it a complete write-off? Uh... No, we ended up getting it running later, but it wasn't roadworthy. Let's just say <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty banged up. Okay, Tom, thank you. I appreciate the phone call. Somebody else texted Ed on 99th says uh, trailer hitch broke while hauling two quads on the highway near Edson. The trailer was written off. So was one of the quads. The other one had some serious road rash. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. 
Warren says, I mow large sections of the Anthony Henday. I am a longtime member of the Couch Cushion Rescue Relocation Project. So hopefully that means that Warren just, you know, pushes them kind of off to the side a bit where they're still visible and he's not building like a killer couch cushion fort in his basement. I wonder if mowing the lawn on the Henday, the grass, in my head it's pretty soothing. You know, you just I think that'd be there. a high stress area. I never thought of all the stuff you'd have to get out and get out of the way, like couch cushions. Yeah, wicker chairs. Yeah, there's broken a lot ladders. Of, a lot of trash. Uh, fake legs. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know where to go next. There's so many goods. Oh, this one. I was helping my wife's friend move. We loaded up my trailer and we were going down the white mud when one of the drawers on her dresser slid open and flew out. Normally not that bad, right? The drawer in question had her massagers in it. Quotation marks around that. She went every shade of red and told me to keep driving. Can you imagine if you were one of the vehicles following that and one of those things came through your windshield and you got the kids in there? You'd be like, ah, what a weird toothbrush. (laughs) You're driving all the old folks from the old folks Mm -hmm. home to the mall and bam, that hits your windshield. (laughs) We... We once came upon a boat in a ditch along the side of the highway. A little further up, there was a guy with a truck and boat trailer making what appeared to be a head-scratcher of a discovery. (laughs) (laughs) What? Where did that... I feel like I'd notice if the boat flew off the trailer. I don't... Well, maybe if there was a really good song on or something and you're rocking out, you might not... Maybe if the drum fill in uh, Rush Tom Sawyer came on just at the exact same moment your boat launched itself off the trailer... Maybe you wouldn't notice. You think you'd feel that in the car. Yeah. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, I do love the fact we just started talking about all the couch cushions you see on the Anthony Henday, and now we're talking about, well, this person, I lost a bike rack with three bikes on it. The worst. Oh, nothing like driving down the highway and a bike is bouncing towards you. Yeah, you learn real fast how quick your reflexes really are. Uh, several people have texted in almost this exact same thing. Uh, I have never lost anything out of the back of my truck or trailer because after strapping it down, I always tap it twice and say, yep, that's not going anywhere. That's the magic. That's the secret sauce right there. It should be the law, really. Uh, oh, this one. My buddy helped me move a mattress. It flew out of the back of his truck onto the Henday and was run over by a couple of cars. My girlfriend and I still sleep on it. It was steam cleaned. We keep a mattress cover on it. It's a bit softer on some parts, but it sleeps fine. My name is Don. Oh my God, Don, you need to get a new mattress. You deserve better. That bed you're sleeping on, the bed where you should be at your most peaceful and your most comfortable was struck by a car going 100 kilometers an hour. (laughs) Like that should be the bed they give to the worst criminals. Yes, uh, went to my father-in-law's house. He was kind enough to give us four of those plastic Adirondack chairs. I asked him if we should tie them down, but he strongly suggested that we shouldn't and that we would be fine. When we got on the highway, they flew off the back of our car, hit some young woman's car, smashing the chairs and damaging the front of her car. That does not sound like father-in-law advice. Him saying, no, you don't need to strap those down? Yeah. You not get the memo? You got to strap everything down. Did he not go to father-in-law school? Father-in-laws are the kings of overtying everything. <laughs> everything. 
You're trying to leave their house and it's 90 minutes of them strapping stuff down. I couldn't imagine. You're already having a bad day. You're like, oh, this day couldn't get any worse. The next thing you know, some Adirondack chairs are flying right at you. <laughs> There's another boat that flew off a trailer. I once lost a 450-gallon plastic water tank out of the back of my pickup truck on Highway 14. It just lifted out and plowed down the and skidded down the highway for a while before it stopped. I was by myself. I backed up, hoisted the thing back into the truck. Somehow, we still use that water tank to today. Lindsay from Tofield. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. The uh, Apparently, every single one of you has lost something on the highway or a freeway. Garner, when I was 18, my grandparents gave me a mattress, but I had to pick it up and bring it back to Airdrie. My grandpa helped strap it in and gave it the old good-to-go tap. The mattress ended up flying off on Highway 2, and a corner of it got run over by a semi. The only person to stop and try and help me was a one-armed gentleman. We ended up getting it back somehow, and I continued to sleep on it with its one squishy corner. Uh, Okay, one more. Maybe two more. I was sitting at a red light next to a pickup truck that had a quad in the back. The guy was revving his engine and acting like he was pretty hot ass. When the light turned green, he floored it. The quad flew out of the back of his pickup and landed on the car behind him. Oh. Yeah, there's no way in the world that you can make that look cool. There's nothing you can do. You, There's no leather jacket collar you can pop. There's no cigarette you can light. There's no piece of straw that you can chew that can make you look cool when you floor it and your quad flies out of the back of your truck. Uh, hey, Garner, I lost the king-size mattress on the highway as well, but who hasn't? <laughs> well, I haven't yet. Uh, two years ago, I moved from Edson, Alberta to Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. I enjoy listening to Sonic on the Radio Player Canada app I remember a few years ago you were talking about all the front lawn gardens in Moose Jaw. They are still in full swing. Yeah, people there, they like to plant uh, plant potatoes on their front lawn. Uh, Now that I'm a 306er, I'm hoping to go to the KFC buffet in Weyburn. Mmm, gravy fountain. Still never going to cheer for the riders, though, Derek. Well, Derek, thank you for getting in touch. Maybe you could swing by my parents' house and make sure they're okay. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.